I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. Yes, yes. This is probably going to be like said at least once every two to three episodes in the beginning. Um, Our openers are, are, they're hard, man. They're hard. It's hard to get started, but. Mm -hmm. We're fine once we get going. We're fine. And here we are. I guess I should, did you say bonita? You're feeling bonita? I said I need a little momentum. Oh. No, I'm not feeling bonita. bonita. (laughs) (laughs) That's great because you look bonita. No, no. Alright, so we don't really have. I have some unfinished business, but I'm going to save that for another episode because I would like you to tell the people what you did last night. Well, you know, our stove tried to commit arson recently, and we decided that was not the move. So Steven and I, last weekend, we went and got ourselves a new oven, and we're very excited about it, and we have talked about getting a new fridge for quite a long time. Ours isn't broken, it's just kind of dated. We really wanted an ice maker and water in the door. We always have always both wanted that independently. So we were at Lowe's looking it's, at- I feel like it makes you feel like you're bougie. Yeah, I feel like bougie you're a little high class. Exactly. Like, oh look, my water comes from my refrigerator. I have one and one, like, when I was a child, yeah, I me wanted too. one. Because you'd go to people's houses, yeah. well, you probably didn't go to many people's houses, like your family, but I went to, like, friends' houses, and I'd be like, look in there. Yeah. They can make ice Exactly. My papa and grandma had one, and I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. And we got one, and then we moved, like, six months later. And I was like, this is tragic. <laughs> um, and then I haven't had one since. So we were at Lowe's and we've talked about getting a new fridge on and off for quite a while, but you know, it's kind of a big financial commitment. The Some space, people take out loans to buy appliances. They're expensive. Yeah. Luckily our tax return is covering most of it. So That's it's good. not, it's, it's fine. So we go and we pick out our stove and, and then I'll tell you something I haven't told you. Um, <laughs> and we were like, maybe we should just look at the fridges while we're here. And sometimes our, you can get a package deal. I don't know if we did, but our fridge was like on sales, like $500 off or something. So it was like a pretty good deal. Yeah. And we looked at it multiple times and our, our space for our fridge is only 33 inches. And this fridge says fits 33 inch space. Okay. We had measured multiple times and we had checked like the measurements on the fridge versus the measurements we had taken. We took them like months ago, but um, we were like, okay, we'll be good. Like it won't be a huge deal. So we order... Like we say, hey, we want these things. We got the range hood, which we installed ourselves. That went pretty well. And then they brought the stove, and that was fantastic. Love my new stove. It's top notch. And then they brought the fridge. And the fridge didn't fit. The guy who delivered, he was like, I think you can just like shave the edge of your counter off. It'll slide in. And we're like, okay, yeah, that looks right. Um, another thing is that our house is incredibly unlevel. Everything slants one way or the other. And so... From, like, the 200 years of settling. Correct. It's, it's like, literally from, like, the <laughs> mid-1800s. We have not been able to find an exact date. Excuse me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so... Not cutting that one out. It's, it's really old, and it's slanted. So I'm, like, looking at the space, and then looking at the size of the fridge, and it's obviously slanted. And so we are, like, okay, we're going to have to... Sh- Shave the edge of our counter off. Like, shave off, what, a quarter inch of the counter. Fridge is going to slide right in. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And uh, that's not the case. I got home last night. And we've had this fridge since Monday. 
And I got home last night and Stephen was working on shaving off the edge of that counter. You don't have to go into detail. Yeah, it wasn't going well. So I jump in and we start trying to troubleshoot and figure out what's the best way to do this. We have kind of a myriad of tools that his mother has brought us. His mom is incredibly handy and is very good. She's the oldest of a few daughters and she helped her dad with all of this kind of stuff growing up. And she's really good and has lots of tools and a lot of knowledge and is really helpful. So she had given us a bunch of tools and we had a variety of different cutting tools. We had like a pad sander, some chisels, we had all kinds of stuff. And just kind of start going at it, man. And it was a struggle to say the least. It was like uh, some slapstick comedy routine. (laughs) Like is we're like stuff, we're trying not to drop stuff. We're unplugging this, replugging this back in. Then we're going to unplug that. We're going to try this instead. (laughs) There's like a studio audience. Yeah, exactly. Sparks are flying. The kitchen is filled with a little bit of smoke from the burning wood and the smell of our inadequacy. And (laughs) like we are struggling. And like we're trying not to... Like, go at each other's throats because we're both so frustrated. And eventually, Stephen calls his mom after we've, like, kind of got to a point where we're like, okay, we're not 100% sure what to do next. And she offers to come over and comes over at, like, 9 o'clock at night or something like that. And she helps us finish doing what we were aiming to do, which was shave off the edge of the counter. And we pretty much went, like, flush with the cabinets at this point. Like, just we're flush with the cabinets. We go to slide the fridge in. Uh, no, it's a no. And I, cause I told his mom, I was like, I'm scared. She's like, why are you scared? I was like, I'm scared. It's not going to fit. Cause I was looking at it a few days ago and I was like, I just don't know if it's going to fit. It's going to be really tight if it does. Like it's going to be, you have a in, place for a hair in there. Okay. And it did not fit. And so we were like, okay, well, let's chisel off this bit. And then we chiseled off that bit. Try it again. Nope. The side of the fridge is now dented. The other side of the fridge has paint from where we tried to shove it in. (laughs) And then um, we determined that the trim at the bottom sticks out like an extra half inch from the wall, but only after like four inches into the space. So you can like go four inches into the space with no problem. And then there's like a half inch of trim that just sticks out from the wall. And we're like, okay, well, I guess that's going to have to go trying to figure out which part of our house to sacrifice to this fridge so that it will fit in this hole. Just, just rip out the cabinets. At this point, I'm like, just whatever we have to do, get it in there. We're going to have half a cabinet. I was like, can just, just the whole, just whatever we need to do. And so at this point, it still is not, it's still not in there. Hey, if you take out some of the cabinets, you can put in a dishwasher too. We have a dishwasher. Is it one of the counter ones or is it a regular one? No, it's a regular one. What? We installed that. We sacrificed some oh, cabinets yeah, to that right. when we first moved in. And that's why we were so hush. Like, oh, we're all going to have we're going to have all matching stainless steel appliances. They match our knobs on our drawers yeah. that we put on when we repainted the cabinets. That's we satisfying. Were hyped. It's all going to be beautiful. <laughs> also, so on Tuesday, Monday night or Tuesday, I go home to cook dinner, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at our new stove. I'm taking off all of the plastic, all of the tape, and I'm getting everything ready so that I can use it to make dinner. And I asked Steven something. I was like, I was like, oh, for some reason I thought, they're all different brands. Our fridge, our stove, and our dishwasher. It's whatever. And I was like, for some reason I thought the fridge and the stove were the same brand. And he's like, no, that's the fridge and the dishwasher are. And I'm like, no, they're not. And he looks at the stove and he's like, that's not our stove. And I was like, what? He's like, I don't think that's the stove we ordered. 
And so he pulls up the picture he took of the stove we thought we ordered. And he's like, that's not the stove we ordered. And I was like, okay, what do we know about this stove? So he like goes on and does some research and he's like, this stove's like $20 more than the stove we picked out. And I was wondering if it was going to be He was looking like at the detail list of the one we thought we bought and it had... Um, steam clean, which apparently is not as good as self-clean. Right. So we wanted, so. and we don't didn't want a manual clean. We want a self-cleaning oven. Yeah. He's like, well, maybe we decided not to get that one because it was a steam clean. But neither of us could remember <laughs> the stove that we picked up. We both thought it was the picture, but then we're like, maybe we changed our mind and just didn't take the picture of the new stove. And Stephen looked at the receipt, and that's the stove we paid for. The one we got is the one we paid for. And he was like, should I call? And I was like, tell them what? That we can't remember what stove we ordered? <laughs> I was like, let's picture how this conversation goes. Hey, you delivered a stove. We're uncertain if it's the yeah. one we ordered. Did we or not. pick this one? Do you yeah. know? Do you remember if this is the one we said we wanted? And I was like, "What? Are you gonna tell them that we have a picture of the stove we thought we wanted, but we don't remember if we changed our mind or not?" I was like, "There's no way to defend ourselves at this point." Oh my god! And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I guess we'll just keep it. Like, it has all the features we want. It's slightly less stainless steel because it has like a black band in the middle, but it mm-hmm. has like stainless steel on the top, stainless steel." at the top of the door and then stainless steel bottom drawer mm-hmm. like it looks fine it's a very nice stove and it's flat glass top and it's glorious but then we also got a recall on our air fryer like oh it's just a it's appliance apocalypse what's, right now okay what's wrong and with it the air fryer like our particular spontaneously combust yes our particular really? uh, model of air fryer has been recalled because it's been like has can like flames or something start fires <laughs> and so Stephen had sent it to me he's he like into he was like can you take care of this and i was like sure so i go through like the recall registration form and you have to take a bunch of pictures and select your model number and do this that and the other and write something on paper and take a series of specific photos and you're supposed to cut the cord off your air fryer yeah they want a picture of that so they know that you're not like still using it mm-hmm. correct so we did that. I did all the things. And so I take all the pictures. I fill out the form. I do the whole thing. And they email me a few days later and it says, hey, there's a problem with your registration form. It looks like the model you selected doesn't match the model of your air fryer or something like that. And I'm like, oh, excuse me? So I go on and they said, oh, yeah, it's model, I think it's like C158-AF is the model of your air fryer, not C158. And I was like, yeah, that's what I selected. So I went back through, thought, double checked, and I was like, yeah, I selected the right model. I went back through, I filled out the whole thing all over again, took my pictures all over again, did the whole shebang, sent it back in, made sure everything matched. They rejected it again yesterday and said that the batch number doesn't match with the model number. I'm like, it's your air fryer. I'm giving you the number. You can look at all the pictures. So now I guess I'm going to have to call them and be like, can you give me my free air fryer? I filled it out correctly twice and you rejected me twice. You use that air fryer frequently. All the time. Like we were had for one of the meals today, not the, today, this week, we were supposed to use the air fryer because that's how we make our bacon. Mm-hmm. And do you put it in the oven instead? We just haven't done it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't eaten that meal. Because okay. Stephen, Stephen will make bacon in the oven. I don't. Honestly, I don't use an oven very much. I use my air fryer for all of the things. Right. And so I was like, I mean, you can make it in the oven. He's like, I'm going to make it in the oven. I said, yes. I make it in the air fryer. You make it in the oven. Yeah. So we just haven't done it. It's fair. But we like our new stove a lot. And we like the fridge a lot. We just want it to go in the space it's supposed to. Right. Not jutting out into the Correct. Right now it's just in the center. We have two fridges in the center of our kitchen because 
that one won't fit where it's supposed to go, and the other one's supposed to be supposed to be going goodbye bye. <laughs> so we're but you're waiting to make sure we're waiting to make sure so you can move. And so I was like, over. I was like, it's too late to return this fridge. He's like, yeah, we've damaged it at this point. Yeah. I was like, you're right. It is in fact damaged. That jingle jangle is Ava. She is Cassidy's sister-in-law's cat. We're recording at her house because we're displaced. We are. We're refugees of the fridge war at this point. <laughs> I had a, so I had a um, recall. I used to drive a Subaru, as you know. Mm-hmm. That thing was beat to shit. But I used, I had a recall on it on like a lot of Subarus from that era that say that the airbag has an issue where once it's like the passenger side airbag and it's deployed, mm-hmm. it, re- it can release shrapnel. Oh, gracious. That I matter. never got it fixed. Did you uh, cut the power cord and send in photos? No, I just ran it into the ground, but I never got it fixed, and I was sometimes scared because, like, if the passenger seatbelt isn't, like, clicked in, it won't turn on the airbag or if there's not a certain amount of weight, and Moose was just enough weight to turn on the airbag, Uh and I'm like, if we, and I would seatbelt him in, so I'm like, if we crash, Moose is just shrapnel. Shrapnel. He's just shrapnel death. So, it didn't happen, luckily, and now the Subaru is just... A lawn ornament, so yeah, uh, we is. don't have to worry about the recall. But I'm still waiting. I've paid it off, and I'm still waiting for my title, title, so that I can get it gone. Yeah, I had never like purchased a car before, like yeah. or like gotten a car loan before until I got my most recent car. Yeah, like we had to, we had to finance Same. it, yeah. <clears throat> and so I didn't realize that they kept the title until you pay off your car. Yep, and I was panicking that I had lost the title. Oh. And I was like, I don't want look, I'm not the best with things sometimes. Sure. I lose stuff or I it gets in the bottom of my car and it gets damaged. Uh, I'm a little whatever. It's gotten a lot better and since I've had to be an adult, move out on my own, whatever. So I was just paranoid that I had lost my title. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to ask anybody. Everybody's going to be like, wow, Cassie lost something again. So I didn't for quite a while. I was like, I'm just, I'm determined to find it somewhere. <clears throat> and then I asked, I think I asked Stephen or my mom. I was like, yeah, so my car title, can't locate it anywhere. Any thoughts on that? Stephen was like, you don't have a, you don't have it. The bank has it. And I was like, mm-hmm. fantastic. As long as they haven't lost it, we're good. So Matt's never had a car payment before either. It's actually one of the things that he actively avoids in life. He doesn't like to be in debt. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like to have, like, things he needs to make payments on that aren't his. And I yeah. get it. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, you know what? He's much better at saving money than I am. And so he can just buy the things that he needs mm-hmm. and wants. And, like, great for him. But not, not that's not me. And so he will... Um, he, he didn't know that either. Yeah. And he was, I was like, yeah, I don't have the title. Because he was like, oh, we need to get, like, what are we going to do with this thing? And I was yeah. like, yeah, I need to get the title. He's like, why don't you have the title? Yeah. And I'm like, because I'm not done paying it off. Cause, yeah. But I didn't know that until, well, they told me that when I bought it. Yeah. They were like, yeah, once you pay it off, they'll mail you the title. And I'm like, Well, okay. yeah, because my mom co-signed for me, so everything got mailed to her. Mm-hmm. So my hope was that she had the title, maybe. But... And eventually, after we paid it off, they did mm-hmm. mail it to her. Yeah, the DMV but, still yeah. never sent me mine, so I have to, like, submit this whole paperwork saying that I paid... And, like, they DMV, sent me something saying I paid it off and go to the DMV. DMV is, like, the bane of my existence. Oh, I know. I know. But we won't get into that today. We won't. 
So we can. That's terrible. I know. You want to get into it. No, we've already talked about the fridge. We have. We have. We can talk about the DMV in the next one. Okay. All right. (laughs) So that was enough unfinished business. (laughs) We um, are moving now into peculiar news. And I don't know if you want to go first. You want me to? Uh, I can go first. So this article talks about how Bluetooth got its name. And I thought it was interesting. Because after it posed the question, I was like, how did Bluetooth get its name? Yeah, Where did it come from? Well, I'm about to tell you. I, I hope. Um, so I tried to kind of take feedback that I'm not going to read the whole article verbatim. Yeah. It's a little longer than most, so I did highlight. But I was the same kind of student that thought everything was important and highlighted everything. So I'm going to do my best. But basically, it talks about kind of the creation of Bluetooth and just everybody knows what Bluetooth is. And it says that it was actually named after a Viking king. Really? Yeah, so King Harold Bluetooth um, was his nickname. Gormson earned his nickname because he had a tooth that was dark blue slash gray and probably dead. Yeah, I was going to say it was According dead. to Bluetooth.com. So what's the connection between the king's icky incisor and the technology that so many of us rely on today? <laughs> icky, okay. icky incisor. It says Viking king is famous for uniting his country and Norway in 958. Fast forward more than a thousand years and several tech companies, including Ericsson, Intel, and Nokia, partnered up in the late 1990s to standardize short-range radio technology that would allow users to connect equipment to a variety of devices across a range of industries. And it just says that some of these different companies did not have good communication, kind of like rivals, and so they didn't work well with each other so it says that intel became the leader simply because we had ibm and toshiba who didn't trust each other and ericsson and nokia who didn't trust each other so we were kind of the switzerland during discussions with these companies kardak which is the computing engineer for intel um, was reading a historical novel about vikings and he read about king harold bluetooth They said that Bluetooth became the code name for the project. It was never meant to be the permanent name. Hmm. Yeah, he said, King Harold Bluetooth was famous for uniting Scandinavia, just as we intended to unite the PC and cellular industries with a short-range wireless link. Um, But yeah, the name wasn't supposed to be permanent. They had a few other names that they were trying to work with, but they were not able to finalize them before the launch. And then one of them was really common. Some of the two, the two that they mentioned specifically that they were considering were radio wire, um, which could not be trademark established prior to the launch. And then pan, which is personal area networking and is already used very commonly. Yeah. So they used Bluetooth by default and it just kind of stuck and has evolved into what we know it as today. And it says that King Bluetooth's influence also extends to the Bluetooth logo that so many of us are familiar with. It is a bind rune, or two runes put together. The white symbols on the blue background can be read as HB, Harold Bluetooth's initials. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? It says that he died in- I mean, I know he's dead, obviously. Yes, in 985, around 985, and that they believe he's buried in Poland, that's not super important. Um, <laughs> it says, no matter where King Bluetooth's body is today, part of his legacy lives on through technology found in people's homes, cars, and pockets the world over. Not bad for a Viking, a Viking named after his rotten tooth. Huh. Is that interesting? It is interesting. And yeah, if you look at the Bluetooth symbol, it is, it, it, you, like, now that they say it, it yeah. does look like a little rune. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. 
It is interesting. Mm-hmm. HB. Yeah. And it talks Bluetooth. about some of an archaeologist that made some discoveries about some of his belongings, some of his coins, stuff like that. But that was that. I don't have much to add because it's like completely like out of my scope yeah, of. I just thought it was interesting. It's very interesting. I have, I have like mused over it before. I'm like, oh, I wonder where they got Bluetooth. But there's tons of weird names that yeah. you wonder where people got from. And I um, wouldn't think it was that interesting. No. And so when I saw um, this headline, I was like, you know what? If, I'll see if it's interesting. And I read it and I was like, yeah, that actually is pretty it is. interesting. It is. That's a good one. Mine is real, real different. <laughs> real different. My best friend Amy sent me this one, and it's pretty brief, and then um, it's really short, actually. And then I saw when I was reading it, you know how sometimes some of those sites will be like, keep reading, and it'll give you like a couple other articles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have two, but they're both really short. Okay. And, so, you know, semi in the same vein. So, shout out to my best friend Amy. Thank you for sending me this one. It is entitled, Florida Man Arrested for Allegedly allegedly Throwing Live Alligator into Wendy's drive through Window. Oh, okay. Florida Man. This is a reflex. I needed to get there someday. The yeah. well, Florida Man. Lainey the other day, she was talking. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, Lainey the other day, or yesterday, she said that she would like to move to Florida. And I said, Lainey, why? No. Don't do it. And she was like, why? I love Florida. And the gas is cheaper. And I was like, whoever told you that. That is a lie. Is a lie because the gas is not cheaper. She's like, well, they live there. And I was like, yeah, I lived there for 12 years. And like majority of my family lives there. The gas is not cheaper. I promise you. I was like, I have family that live in like four different regions of Florida. And the gas is never cheaper. But I asked her if she had heard of Florida Man. And she had never heard of Florida Man. What? I mean, in case you were like, just Google Florida Man. I guess we're old. I guess that's an old thing now. And uh, when he was like, what is Florida Man? And I was like, Florida is Florida Man. It is everywhere. He is everywhere. Yeah. Carry on. Tell us us what Florida Man did this time. Okay. So, Joshua James has been arrested after allegedly tossing a three and a half foot alligator into a Wendy's drive-thru window. The Jupiter, 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 (laughs) the Jupiter, Florida resident... Uh, pulled up to the drive-thru, received a drink from an employee, and then threw the reptile into the restaurant, according to a report from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. James, who admitted to having picked up the alligator along the side of the road, I'd like to have what? seen that, <laughs> has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, illegally killing, possessing, or capturing an alligator, and second-degree larceny, petty theft, according to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. Wow. It was a stupid no. prank that he did that is just now turning into this. It's stupid, his mother said. He's a prankster. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. I mean, that's a, that's a big yeah thing to do. During a court appearance on Tuesday, a judge ordered James to stay out of all Wendy's restaurants to limit his contact with animals to his mother's dog, to undergo a mental health evaluation, and to avoid possessing any weapons. And then there was a link that was like, read below, or continue reading or whatever, and it's alligator eats burglary suspect hiding from cops in like... Wow. And I don't really feel like I highlighted some, but I don't really feel like I need to read it. You don't need to know the gory yeah. details. But he basically he was planning to burglarize a bunch of homes. I don't know if he broke into any or not, but he he was running from the police. He got into a lake, and they didn't know until like ten days later they found his body with like alligator bites in it and pieces nice. of it missing. And they found alligators. They did a um, they did a necropsy on it, and they found pieces of him. Wow. Yeah. It's karma, man. Yeah. I was like, Wait. whoa. And I saw that link and I was like, well, I gotta read this one. Yeah. 
But yeah, I had to I had to bring it to Florida Man at some point. At some point. You know, it, we don't do you too probably many. We could but... live we could live in Florida Man if we really wanted to. It could just be rather than yeah, peculiar yeah. news, it could be, be local Florida, Florida Man. Yeah. <laughs> but there are other like podcasts and radio stations that already do that as exactly. a whole segment. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're trying to keep it a at least a little unique to us. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. Nice. You thank you. Internet mishaps. Internet mishaps. So, I'm still in the realm of trying to find new and different content mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And I had found a couple different things when I was looking for, like, the last set of recordings we did. And so, this is an idea that I've been holding on to since then. And it's Internet Karens. Oh, yes. I follow a Karen subreddit. So do I. It's I've never gotten anything from it. F you, Karen. You have to really dig deep. Yeah. I dig dug deep I don't for feel these like digging ones. that much. I understand. If, if I do dig deep, it's for only one segment per mm-hmm. episode, but... So I have three, I think. Two, three. Yeah, I have three. Which I had more, but I've learned that six is too many. Six is a little <laughs> too many, yes. So here's the first one. She went to a place to have her vehicle serviced. Mm-hmm. She put a typed up note in her car windshield so that the workers could see it. I guess she went to go get an oil change mm-hmm. or tune-up or something. It says... Please fill my window washer fluid all the way up. I expect it to last six months, not three or four months. If I get shortchanged on the window window washer fluid, it makes me wonder if the other fluids are filled to their optimal levels. I stopped going to Charles Barker Toyota service because of this, and I find that if it happens again, I won't be back. And the title of that one is, And Charles Barker Employees Celebrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, that's literally a free add-on service. Well, it's free, but, like, it is also completely dependent on your use. Like, how much you use it. Because I've gotten mine filled up. I thought for a little while I had a leak because I use my windshield wiper fluid so frequently. I was running out so quickly. And it's just because I use it a ton. Because we, like, our driveway is under trees. It's covered by trees. So... We have a bunch of stuff that falls on our windshield and all this other stuff and like birds. Well, and there so are certain. I just use it really fast. Yeah, and there are certain times of the year here where we live where the bugs hitting your windshield yeah, or the is pollen. ridiculous and the pollen too. Yeah. yeah. So I probably use more windshield washer fluid. I'm more conscious about it though because I, so there's like a thing and I don't know if, if it's an everywhere thing if it's just like a northern thing because northern people can be jerks a lot mm-hmm. and so it's like you you can flick your windshield washer fluid yes. at people yeah and I've so yeah. i never i've never done that on purpose because mm-hmm. i just don't i don't know like what the trajectory where i need to be to yeah. do it supposedly it's just the people behind you right yeah, yeah but i have like if i need to use my windshield washer fluid like if a bird poops on my windshield that i'm driving and i need to use it i'm gonna use it i'm not doing it on purpose but someone might yeah. think i am yeah so yeah yeah mm-hmm uh, the next one is, the title's just, Can I Sue My Beekeeper Neighbor? Okay. <laughs> this one's my favorite, and it's I think it's hilarious. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? Every day I see my neighbor's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from my flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbor and create honey. My neighbor then harvests the honey and sells it at Pepper Place Market for profit. I have never received so much as a jar of honey for, as compensation, and every day my neighbor's bees trespass and steal from my flowers. I was stung once when I was a child, so I know how dangerous bees can be. The way I see it, this is equivalent to a person's dog coming into my yard to steal balls or tools, then gives it back to his owner, who then sells it for profit. Do I have legal ground to sue? What type of things should I begin documenting in order to prepare for a legal battle? 
what would be a fair settlement amount if my neighbors decide that they don't want to take this to court? Thanks for the what? help. Sorry. What did the... I don't understand. What does she want them... She demands she compensation. Well, it's just the bees doing their thing, man. I wonder if she has this kind of vendetta against the wild bees in the world. They're going somewhere and creating honey. Yeah. What? You've got to go... Problem? Rile them up. Is she and just upset that someone's profiting from something that originated in her own? It sounds like it. But she's the bees. What is she going to do with what it? What are you supposed to do about it? Does she get a tiny keep out sign? I don't understand. She wants a. I bet she wants like a monthly stipend. I don't think that's necessary. No. But then they start caging their bees. <laughs> and when are they? They can't go searching for stuff. Yeah. You have to build a habitat for your bees with flowers. I so mean, that has they she can... talked. I feel like she just needs to talk to her neighbor and say, hey. They use my flowers a lot. Is there a yeah. chance you could slip me a little jar of honey yeah. every once in a while? And hey, how about this lady? They're pollinating, right? So yeah. they're allowing your your flowers to be. Right. And if you have a garden and you have vegetables, they're pollinating these vegetables yeah. so that you can actually grow cucumbers and zucchinis, yeah. Karen. These are incredibly crucial to the continuance of our ecosystem. Yeah. And she demands payment wow. for it. She extra. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm like, what is the goal here? Uh, and here's the last one. And this is ma- mainly just because I know it's going to speak to you. Yeah. And it's a one-star review for BDS books. Okay. I don't know where that is, but it says, I cannot rate the experience as I could not locate the bookstore. And it's one star. Okay. That's, <laughs> yes. It's like the salon that was like, I've not been to this salon. Yeah. And the Amazon reviews that are... I did not, not purchase this item. Yes. Why are you here? <laughs> she couldn't. She didn't even bookstore. say that she was angry. She couldn't locate it. She just like just the directions were wrong. The address was incorrect. No, it was just couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. So I'm giving One it a point. Like, how hard did you try? Yeah. <laughs> did you call for directions? <laughs> See, that's why you have to read the reviews. Because if you just look at something and you're like, oh, they only have four stars, or like three and a half stars, and they have low reviews, like oh, not like a low number. One or two reviews like that can drop their rating drastically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, people are ridiculous. People are ridiculous. Your turn. Okay, so I have three. One's a little longer and then a short and then a medium. So um, <clears throat> this one is for a truck. It says 1997 Ford F-150 four-wheel drive extended cab long bed. All right. It's, it's probably a long truck. It's got an extended yeah, cab and well, a long you're bed. You're going to learn about it. Okay. Um, it... Uh, is an XLT 4.6 liter Triton extended cab, seven foot bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Approximately uh, 170,000 miles, 175,000 miles. One mm-hmm. owner says, have you been looking for a mechanically sound, but not the prettiest truck? Well, you found it. She's been a trooper for me and she'll keep rolling and would make an excellent ride for you. Features. Bluetooth? Heck no. CD player? No way. Working odometer? Nope. Backup <laughs> camera? Yeah, right. It's called a rear view mirror and a neck to turn your big old head. <laughs> Duct tape? You bet your sweet patootie. Color, approximately three different shades of black. Now, this baby does have some history. She has seen some mess. She has enough miles to have been around the entire circumference of the earth seven times. Which is correct. It's 25,000 miles around the circumference of the earth. Times seven is 175. I know, but... Um, I mean, she's old enough to drink for crying out loud. It's trying to make that a plus. Yeah. Right. But this doesn't mean she doesn't have more life to give. Is she going to win a beauty contest? Nope, probably not. But stop kidding yourself because you aren't either. You deserve <laughs> a truck that will not turn a single head but will get the job done. 3750 or best offer. 
No, I have some information. Insult me. I have some information for you. Wait, do you have a picture of it? Uh, I don't have a picture okay, of the truck. Okay, it's okay. This was Steven's truck, and this is the listing that he posted. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> this is his listing from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> he Did he send post. that to you? Yeah. That's he hilarious. He wrote this post, and he, when I was trying to find uh, internet mishap, he's like, you could do the listing for my truck. And I was like, I could. And so he sent it to me, and he's like, it's pretty darn funny if I do it so myself. Funny. And so I read it, and I was like, yeah, I probably could use that. Is she pretty? No, but let's face it, you <laughs> aren't either. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And then, uh, yeah. He just... Little turd. I That's know. so funny. Um, <laughs> and then... Did somebody buy it? Yeah, it sold. Someone bought it. I sure did. She's, I wonder if I she know. lives. I don't know if she's still kicking, but... Right. Matt would have bought it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, he said that was the first car that he had that he, like, drove mm-hmm. as a driver. And he, that's what he took to school every day. I think they called it a uh, Black Bear was okay. the name of that truck. <laughs> so the other day at work we were talking about penicillin and people treating their animals over the counter. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you can get penicillin at Tractor Supply. It's meant for like livestock animals, not yeah. for pets. But I was going through the comments, the, the reviews. And it has almost five stars out of 85 reviews. Wow. People feel very highly about this penicillin. That's pretty good. A lot of very cringy, uh, not recommended things Off happening. Off-label, if you will. Off-label, indeed. <laughs> um, but this was one of the reviews that just made me giggle a little. Um, five stars. Just says, thank you. It says, I just want to leave a comment. Not a comment. A comment. For, a comment? <laughs> yeah, a comment for Mike. He's very informative. I give everything five stars. <laughs> Everything, five stairs. Okay. And he just wanted to leave a comment to let people know. Go, Mike. Go, Mike. Everything's five stairs. Everything. As it were. I give everything five stairs. That's good. And two people found that helpful. So. <laughs> yep. Okay. Two little thumbs up on that one. All right. Yep. And then I have one more. And it is for a bedroom for rent. Mm-hmm. And it... It says, I have a room for rent in Elizabeth. The previous tenant was found deceased after rotting for a few days, which is akin to Matt's experience from previous episode. And oh, have there been more experiences as he's been cleaning and renovating that apartment. I bet. Oh, gosh. It says, I will add pictures at some point, but it's nothing great to look at. The room is kind of small and it's painted blue. A dungeon-like smell remains. <laughs> Included with the room, electric, gas, a small kitchen, decent bathroom, a lingering spirit may remain. Not sure on that. The room still smells bad, but it's not physically dirty. If you dare, you can dig into this killer deal by responding to the ad. That's pretty the cheap. The pun. Yeah. It's $400. That's not bad. Yeah. But it's, it's just, like it's a smell. room, and then I guess you share the common space. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that, but that was funny. Spirit may remain. <laughs> Unsure about that. Unsure. <laughs> okay. Sure. Ignorance is bliss, they say. I'm not often blissful, but I do often also feel ignorant, so I don't know. Yeah. Nope. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. I would probably pass myself, but... Anyway. Am I the asshole? You go. So this one says, am I the asshole for ruining my friend's gender reveal? I mean, probably. Okay. My 27 female friend, 29 female, is pregnant. 
She wanted to do a gender reveal, so at her 20-week ultrasound, she got the ultrasound technician to write the gender on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, and gave it to me. Yeah. She wanted me to order those little smoke cannons for her, her husband, and their kids to pop at a photograph session to reveal what their new baby is going to be. Okay. Personally, I don't see the point in them, but it made my friend happy, and I felt honored that she trusted me with such a secret. When she handed me the envelope, she made me swear that under no circumstances I would tell her what it is, no matter how much she begged or tell or tell anyone else. I agreed. Fast forward. I've had this envelope for two weeks now. I've ordered the candons and the gender reveal is in a few days. For the past two weeks, my friend has hounded me with texts begging me to just tell her what it is, but then following up with actually, no, I don't want to know. And it's just been going back and forth like that. The texts were annoying, but I just ignored it and understood she was just excited. For the past three days, she had begun hounding me at work. I work in an office job and I'm in and out of meetings all day. After the first day of a call into my work, I asked her to please just chill out and stop calling me at work. I reminded her that she made me promise not to tell and she found out soon enough. Here's where I may be the asshole. I'd been having a crappy day at work with a particular client being a giant pain in the ass. I was stuck in a meeting with this client and the receptionist stuck her head in and said I had an urgent phone call. Again, thought it may have been my kid's school, so I excused myself and took the call. It was my friend again. <laughs> I just snapped and told her if she wanted to know so badly, it's a boy. And then I hung up the phone. <laughs> I knew that was coming. My husband thinks I'm in the right because there's only so much one person can take. But our mutual friends are calling me the asshole because I should have just kept my mouth shut. So, am I the asshole? And then it has a few edits. Do you want my opinion? Or do you sure. want to give Go me the ahead and first? give me your opinion. I want to know how many calls and texts and how annoying and what the context was. Sure. I don't have that information. I think that the friend's a dumbass. They should just like if you're having a gender reveal and you know you're and you ask somebody to do mm -hmm. this, they're not going to do it. Okay. I also feel like this original poster, the OP, they're not taking any responsibility here. Yeah. Thus far. And she did say she might have been an asshole, but it's all I heard was a series of excuses for why she did it, which leads me to believe that she knows it was the wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. And it was. It was. But I knew it was coming. And if it was me in that situation, I would just ignore the calls and text messages. Yeah. Now, calling my work, yeah. that is, that would... Calling her work and saying, I have an urgent, like, this phone call's yeah. urgent. Yeah. I would try to, I would talk to, like, whoever's answering the phone, if you have a, if you have an administrative assistant, mm -hmm. or just a general work secretary, or I don't know the, what their work life is like, but I would just be, like, screen for calls from this person, do not, yeah. do just not come get me. Yeah, don't come get me, for sure. Yeah. And then the beginning of this post, she just says, friend, okay? Towards the end of the post, friend is now in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> so, went from my friend to friend. My theoretical yeah, friend. My quote unquote friend. We ain't so. friends no more. Yeah. <laughs> so one edit was kind of not super important. It just says that she saw a few people who were concerned about the cannons, but it's just like the little powder cannons, not like a cannon cannon that'll like kill people. Some right. of the gender reveals. So she just said that. Um, I didn't know that that was a thing. That people were actually doing real cannons and killing people at gender reveals. Yeah, you, there's been... It's, it's sad, but you can look up articles where people have died at gender reveals <laughs> because of, like, misusing or having, like, whatever mechanics they use to do, like, the pop-off or whatever, that some of them have gone horribly, horribly awry and killed people at gender reveals. 
Like one of the parents. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, that's that's probably, yeah, worse case scenario. So the update says, finally got one of our mutual friends to respond to me and tell me what they were told. Turns out, as another commenter had guessed, they were told a different story. My friend, end quotes, never mentioned the onslaught of texts, begging to know or the ringing me multiple times at work. They were simply told that the OP couldn't keep a secret and just had to tell me and ruin the surprise. I honestly don't know where to go from here since being able to tell one of the mutual friends what actually happened, she's just as pissed as I am. I haven't heard from my friend except for a text message telling me how I'm such a horrible friend and I shouldn't have told them and I haven't responded to it. So, that's a... Should have just ignored the original It's messages. tough because, like, imagine I, like, I told you. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I guess we've never been that mad at each other. I don't know. No, and you wouldn't do that to me and I wouldn't I do wouldn't. that to you. And you're also my friend, not my friend. Correct. <laughs> so... I don't know. But I probably wouldn't... I would take that responsibility very seriously. I would too, and I think for me, the way that I am, I still would have just been like, I'm not going to tell her, and mm-hmm. it would have been emotionally exhausting, but I would have dealt with it, yeah. got rid of the, got over the gender reveal, yeah. afterwards probably unloaded about how ridiculous. It was a few ridiculous. days away, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what she said? Yeah. yeah. But she had been dealing with this for God knows how sure, long. weeks. So I would have, yeah, I would have gotten through it, made sure that that gender reveal was fantastic for my friend pulled through and then the next time even if they weren't really like a good friend of mine because I've been in a similar situation like this Mm -hmm. before I would get through it get it done for them and then afterwards I'd be like I'm never doing anything like this again for this person and I may or may not unload on them depending at the end of it because I was in a similar situation like this when I was helping with someone's wedding and I did not I was not told and I don't to be fair I don't think the person knew everything that I was gonna have to be doing and in charge of while everyone else was just not helping and I didn't know the answers to a lot of the questions from like you know the people who were catering the DJ the people who were doing the flowers like the setting up the breaking down the people who owned the venue I did not know the answer like the answers to any of their questions and the bride is getting trying to enjoy their wedding day getting ready with their bridesmaids enjoying what they should be enjoying and I have to keep interrupting them because I had no idea that I was going to be responsible for basically be a wedding planner right apparently yeah and it I handled everything the best that I could I did have a mini breakdown and cried a little bit because the mother of the bride was being very stern with me and she was like this is all your job this is your responsibility and I'm like this is not my responsibility or my job I am the medical team manager at the family vet (laughs) yeah I am not a wedding planner, and this person did not tell me anything that they wanted, and I literally asked, like, the night before at the rehearsal dinner, like, how did you imagine this? How did you imagine this? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I'm like, you have to. It's your wedding. You didn't imagine what order you were going to walk down the aisle and how things were going to happen. So, Hmm. it was... Behind the scenes, it was ridiculous because no, there was no communication and nobody knew anything and I had to keep bothering people to get to the bottom of things. Once, and all the caterers and, and people setting up and, you know, think, people they had hired thought I was a wedding planner by trade. And they were all being extremely rude to me because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And then when I told them, I was like, no, I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart for someone that I care about. Mm-hmm. I am not a wedding planner. They were all like, oh my god, you're doing an amazing job. And I was like, thank you. And then we finally got it all to come together. And it was a beautiful wedding. And she didn't know about most of the stuff that was going wrong. And that's the goal. And that's great. And I'm really happy. I was running around the whole time. But 
I would never do it again. Yeah. I would never do it again. So for, yeah, and I take promises pretty seriously. I don't make them lightly, but when I make one, I, I have every intention of following through come hell or high water. So mm-hmm. if, I had, yeah, same. if I had promised her that I wouldn't do it, I don't care how frustrated yeah. she would be with me. I just wouldn't do it. Right. And especially she's going to have the gender reveal. She's going to find out and she's yeah. going to be like, that was all worth it. Yeah. So it'll be fine. But yeah. no. Like, I get mad. It kind so. of sounds like they might have some other issues. If something it like does. this broke down their relationship. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, either you weren't that close or it was going that direction anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. But yeah, there it is. So yeah. Try, uh, yeah. That's another Never, note. That Never position, but. be the results holder for the yeah, gender reveal. My, my I would best, do it for you. My best friend Stephanie like takes that kind of stuff so seriously. Yeah. Like if you give her a job or like ask her specifically like will you please do this for me and she agrees to it mm-hmm. no matter what she's going to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I try and be the same way. That no matter right. what if this is what you want from me I'm going to establish it on the front end, and I'll make sure right. this is what you want from And me. you have asked me to hold you accountable, yeah. and that's what I'm going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. And that's that speaks a lot to your integrity and the type of person you are. But you also don't think you would do things like that for a person who really actually doesn't want those results, you know? Yeah. Like you'd be like, mm, yeah, okay, historically, this yeah. has not been the kind I'm of person. I'm not sure if gonna... you're going to be able to abstain from being an absolute pain about this. Would you do a gender reveal party, do you think? Or would you just... Well, first of all, would you want to know? Or would you want to wait until... Well, we're going to know. For you're sure. You're going to know. Okay, yeah. and then would you... I have to, to do too much preparation planning to not know. <laughs> I'm the same way, but I wouldn't want to know, and I just wouldn't care. I wouldn't do, um... I wouldn't do, like, colors that Yeah, I guess, like, like our nursery care. is not going to be gender-specific. No. But there might be, like, slight nods to the gender, depending on what it is. Yeah, but you could just omit those. But it's okay. It's I just, just, just I different kind know. of people. Different yeah. kind of people. Absolutely. And I get that. It's it's surprising to me that I would be able to hold out. And yeah. I don't know, because I'm not in that position right sure. now. But do you think you would do a gender review? I hate planning stuff. Yeah, but someone would have to plan that for you. Yeah, so if someone were planning it for me, if it was, like, really important to someone else, I would be fine to do it. I do not think that I am going to go out of my way to ask anyone to plan one or to plan one myself. I don't think that I'm going to do that. We'll probably just find out, we'll know, and we'll, like, announce it. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Unless someone was like, or unless my mom was like, I've always wanted to do a gender reveal party, I'd be like, okay, fine. You can do it. I don't know... If I would have one or not, it would it would probably just be I would leave it up to Matt because he's mm-hmm. the kind of guy that doesn't like all the attention on him. Like we had a smoke out for yeah, his birthday, like and I all wasn't the unnecessary fanfare around it. Yeah, like yeah. we we had a smoke out for his birthday, and I wasn't even allowed to tell people it was his birthday. He yeah. was like, "Hey, can you just not say it's my birthday?" Because he heard me say it to like mm-hmm. I think you guys, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, can you just not do that?" Because he doesn't want all the attention, mm-hmm. and that's totally fair yeah, and valid. Like we're not gonna do like him blow up the birthday candles. He doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And my best friend is much like that too. She had she eloped because she didn't want all eyes on her, and then she came back and had a reception and involved involved everyone, and that was very nice. But 
she was just like, I knew that it would turn into something I didn't want. And I told her when she told me she was going to do that, I was like, you need to stick to it. Mm-hmm. You need to tell your parents they ain't going. You need to tell me, like, I obviously am not going. Your sister, everybody. You have to be like, no, 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 no. Because yeah. the second you start, because she was like, oh, well, I might have my... slope. Yeah, she's yeah. like, well, then I might have my parents my grandparents there because they seem kind of disappointed. I'm like, then it's going to turn into this whole freaking thing yeah. you never even well, wanted. Well, then his grandparents and, like, his parents. And then yeah. it's going to be, well, I'm really right. close to my aunt. And yeah. then if I invite this aunt, then, well, her husband has to come exactly and then, and then you're gonna well be... and then if, if he's coming then i'm not even that close to him then i should be inviting like these other 20 people yeah and it just spirals and you're gonna be standing there in front of a bunch of people and yeah. you're gonna be awkward because you knew you were gonna be and that's yeah. why you were eloping exactly. in the first place and so but she had a gender reveal and so oh. i was like why i don't know so i don't know what i would do i guess it would depend heavily on that because i don't feel strongly about it either way mm-hmm. i would prefer not to know i think he might prefer to know mm-hmm and maybe I would let him know and not me know, but I'd be so afraid that he would slip it to either somebody who slipped it to me or slip it to me by accident that yeah. I wouldn't it's, feel it's, comfortable with that. It's dangerous to have it out there anyway. Yeah. I mean, even with someone you trust, you just yeah. never know. Like, if she has the physical envelope, what if someone opens it accidentally? I mean, right. there's just, there's too many, I mean, yeah. you could see the order form. It would either have to be you or my best friend, Amy. I don't think I would yeah. trust anyone else to, like, not yeah. tell people. Yeah, because I mean, like, because some people will like make have the baker make the ginger ale cake, and that's only the baker, did. yeah, the baker has like yeah. knows what it is. Yeah, I just I don't know, it just feels that's feels vulnerable. Did. having like a little little piece out there. You My know? best friend, I think, gave her. I don't know if she had the envelope or she gave her sister the envelope, but one of them went and ordered the cake and mm-hmm. gave it to the baker. The baker was the only person that knew, mm-hmm. and it was funny because they had. The cake and it was raspberry filling, mm-hmm. and so when they cut the cake, Ava, get off of it! Oh my god! <laughs> and so when they cut the cake and they pulled the knife out, mm-hmm. it looked like with the white icing from the outside, it looked like it was a girl, and we all thought it was a girl. We were all like, "Yeah!" And people were a team boy. They were Oops. like, "No!" And then they pulled out the slice, and we were like, "Just kidding!" <laughs> the icing's blue, <laughs> so it was a boy. It was it's a boy. Obviously, okay. he's like two almost. Not almost two. He's like one and a half now, yeah. but yeah. And now she's pregnant again. I don't know if she'll do a gender reveal. I haven't asked, but mm. I think she's going to find out this time because, like, before that so that she can plan, like, if she's going to... Like, because you have to know if you have to replace half your stuff or yeah. if you can use the yeah. clothes exactly. and, you know. Yeah, I just feel like I would want to plan. And I would, like, want to buy personalized things with their name and stuff. But, you know, when we were t- I, like, I take names super seriously. Yeah. And I, like, we have decided on a few names when that time comes... But I was like, I feel like we need to meet him first. You know, like, you don't name a dog before you get it. But I guess some people do. Some people do, and some I think that's do. weird. And Super was like, I think you just should have names, and then you choose the name, and that's what you name your baby. And that felt foreign to me. We I do think have names. Options, and I though. think that, well, so, like, it's anxious. Like, I don't know. Do I want to order a bunch of personalized stuff with a name? But I'm afraid, like, we meet the baby and be like, well, yeah, that's not your name. You know? Yeah. I don't know. See, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do that, but I don't know. I don't know. I've not been in that situation. No. I'll know when I get there, I guess. Yeah. But we digress. Yeah. So my Am I the Asshole story is from Sarah at work. Uh, oh. Sarah H. She sent it to you? She did, and it's in the form of the article, and this is one of two that she sent me. I'm going to use this one for now. So the title of it is, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Sister That Her Boyfriend's Thong Is Showing Through His Pants? Oh. She doesn't okay. seem to care. But it's making me uncomfortable and ruining our family gatherings. <laughs> oh, no. 
I recently attended a family gathering with my sister and her boyfriend. The whole time, I couldn't help but notice that his thong was peeking out from the back of his pants. It was so distracting, and it made me feel uncomfortable. He is very sexually open. It's just the way he was raised, but still. I decided to bring it up to my sister in private, thinking that she would want to know and maybe do something about it. But instead, she brushed it off and said that she didn't care what he wore. I tried to explain to her that it was unprofessional and disrespectful to the rest of the family, but she just laughed it off and told me to mind my own business. Now, I'm feeling frustrated and confused. Was I wrong for bringing it up to my sister, or was she being unreasonable for not caring about her boyfriend's attire? Her argument is that it makes him feel confident, and that this is just shaming him into feeling uncomfortable. Am I the asshole in this situation? I don't want to have to do with that. Um... (laughs) Like, it's showing makes him feel confident, or just the fact that he's wearing it right, makes him I feel confident? Right, I don't know. I'm like, I don't think she cared that he was wearing it. I feel like, in general... Tuck your underwear into your yeah, pants. Yeah, like, in general, no one should be seeing anyone's underwear, you know? Uh, yeah. That, That's in general, ideal. Yeah. So, specifically, someone's boyfriend, uh, I'd be like, you know, just... You know, if you want to suck it in, pull up your pants, right. put it, pull your shirt down, call it a day. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. If he wants to, while you're at home together by yourselves, clean the house in his banana hammock, yeah. by all means, at a family dinner, tuck it in. Yeah. Tuck it in. And he probably didn't know. All she had to do was be like, hey, yeah. can you just... I mean, like, yeah, maybe he, maybe he does know. Maybe that's what makes him feel confident. I don't I know. I guess. There but... were some comments that were funny. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah... I don't think that she's an asshole for bringing it up to her sister. I don't Should either, they be absolutely forced to conform to those standards? I guess not. No. But I, I, I do feel like if you're wanting to make a good impression and, like, you know, become part of the family, that maybe that's not the way. Just a matter... It's just a matter of, like, respect. Like, yeah. just be respectful. Like, I wouldn't go to... Matt's parents' house, like, I mean, I go there in my sweatpants now, but, like, still, I wouldn't go over there and have my underwear hanging out. Mm. And if and if I did and I didn't know, I would appreciate somebody telling me and I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. And... But I guess it can be, like, a, a cultural, it depends on how you were raised, or, like... Yeah, I guess it depends on I guess on it depends on, like, the family, but I would not be comfortable with that. I wouldn't either. So some of the comments are highlighted or... or I highlighted um, some of the ones that are funny. Do he have a full-on early 2000s low-rise jeans whale tail going on? <laughs> that was a thing back in the day. I know. That was actually a fashion yeah, statement. actually a thing. Put it away. I'm wondering if OP's family gatherings are all business casual attire. Because she said unprofessional. Yeah. Like, I well. Just, I was like, we're not in a professional setting, but okay. No. Uh, I do agree. You shouldn't put your bare ass on someone else's furniture without their consent. That's true. <laughs> Your inability to stare anywhere other than the crack of his A is a you problem. I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably be uncomfortable too if someone's showing a whale tail while talking to my nana about Medicare options. Yeah, that's why I just it feels like a weird scene <laughs> for that. Yeah. So, uh, that's all. Okay. That's all I had for that. I thought it was funny. Oh. Here's the thing. I want to say the F word. And I'm not going to because you're a good Christian lady and you don't deserve that. But those damn ASMR people up on the TikTok. Uh, don't get me started. But we have. I'm getting you started. I, I hate it. Oh my God. I swear to God, if I scroll one more time and I hear. 
Uh, or like the yeah, like they the, tap on. Yeah, they tap. They they stroke oh the little thing, God. or they just do their little nails all yes. around it while they're whisper. Oh, I, my skin. Yes, crawls. And I. Um, I can actually like get the so a, well, we'll talk about what, what's ASMR for those who don't know. So, ASMR is short for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and so what it is is it's a tingly sensation that begins at the scalp and moves down the back of the neck uh, and upper spine. And so it's just I can't really describe the feeling other than that. And I have felt it. I am susceptible to that feeling. For me, more it's more of like a, a like if someone plays with my hair, it's just like and I'll get like that weird tingle, like I don't know. But I I don't usually get it from like watching stuff like that, and actually it gives me the opposite I, effect. I mute to them. wear yes, like when I'm watching because I love uh, like rug cleaning videos. Yeah, that's like I love seeing rug cleaning videos. Yeah, or like watching where people like are doing farrier work, like working on cow hooves and stuff uh -huh. like that. I just like watching them. Whatever, that's neither here nor there. But I will mute that. I don't want to hear the noises. Mm. And when I scroll on TikTok and I come up across one of those videos or like a live. Yes, you know, where the, the lives. It's the lives. Where people are doing that. My skin crawls. Mine too. Now, I can watch an ASMR cooking video where like, because it doesn't do. The it doesn't give me ASMR vibes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like these sounds are satisfying mm -hmm. to me. But listening to these people smack their lips, make these little noises that if someone, if you literally, yeah. if you were sitting next to me doing them. and you were going, like, oh my and, gosh, yeah. stop and it. And you were going, yeah. I would punch you in the throat. No, that's I'd terrible. like quit. That's enough. I don't like it. And I will, so I'm so petty. I'll click on the person, click it again. Like, you know, click to open yeah. the live, click it again to go to their profile, and I'll block each and every one of them. I don't, I haven't blocked any. Every I single one. I always put not interested. I don't think I have that option. If you just hold your finger on it, it pops up, but you can say not interested on TikTok. Here I am, clicking, click it again, and yeah. blocking them Well, all. it helps you. like, I have a personal vendetta, which I do. <laughs> well, so every time, like, one of those kinds of ASMR videos come on, I just say not interested. I so am anytime, far and beyond anytime, not interested. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you, you remember the time I told you I saw, um, like a, like a review or like a teaser. Someone on TikTok was like, oh, I would just watched this documentary and it was fascinating and here's yeah. what it's about. And we searched for it and tried to find it so we could watch it because we love ourselves a good documentary. Yeah. And we couldn't find it. Come to find out that whole account is dedicated to fake <laughs> movie and show like, review and teasers. She blocked them? Yeah. <laughs> I sure as heck did. I went and found him. Stephen was livid because we both felt bamboozled. Yeah, well, and we were like, rightfully we, so. we don't get that bamboozled often like this. And here we are freaking searching on Netflix trying to find this documentary <laughs> over and over again. And not only that, we started watching a movie with the same title. And I was like, Stephen, like, we watched it. The <laughs> We watched like the first 15 or 20 minutes, like waiting for it to get rolling. And I was like, this does not, this doesn't feel right. And it had like some mildly recognizable people. And like the child in this movie does get abducted, which is like loosely related to the documentary. And maybe that was on purpose, but I was Probably. Like, it was like, it's supposed to be like, this person like disappeared off of a ro uh, off of a Ferris wheel or something, oh. and it was supposed to be like very like had all these like twists and turns and like they made all these connections and stuff. And so we're watching this movie and like a child gets abducted from like a campsite. Yeah. I'm like, where does the Ferris wheel come in? <laughs> <laughs> 
We're just like waiting for it to get to the point where the Ferris wheel comes in. Uh, it never comes in because this doesn't exist. And so we felt... Nova? I think she's dreaming. She is. She is dreaming. But yeah, so we blocked him. He's blocked. I was like, I will never be bamboozled by this man again. He's blocked from my life now. I feel like I've been in a situation like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but Matt and I were watching something and we were like 30 minutes in. We're invested at this point. And we're like, this isn't it. (laughs) This ain't it. I forgot who was in this movie. Um, But yeah, I I was like, I don't think this is the right... I don't think it's the right thing. Yeah. And so I pulled it up on TikTok and I was like, look, that's, this is the title. And we have to like go in the comments. And then I scroll over and I like read the bio of his account. And it says like, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I couldn't need to wake you up. She's barking at somebody. Wait. She's mad. I don't know. She does it sometimes. Sometimes she like does little baby howls in the middle of the night. She's barking. Yeah. That's funny. That's hilarious. I wonder what she... I always want to know what they're dreaming about. Because Newt will run and his little face will twitch. Oh, yeah. Her face... Like, sometimes it looks like she's having seizures because her whole entire face yeah. will like do a whole thing. And Kelsey told me about Copper and how she'll, they'll wake up in the middle of the night to him howling and it's like the most terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. But now they're so desensitized yeah. to it. Kelsey's our co-worker. I just tell her the one time that uh, dog meat did it. Mm-hmm. And Matt was... It was so wholesome and so adorable because Doggy was just laying on one of the many beds we have for them to lay on in the corner of our bedroom. And he was just laying there and all of a sudden he just lets out this like, and it wasn't even a real howl, but it was like, like very soft, but it was definitely a recognizable howl. And he woke both of us up and Matt just goes, he's half asleep. He probably doesn't even remember. And he's like, is he Okay. I'm like laughing, which I feel bad about, but I'm like, he's fine. He's just dreaming. But he was just so worried about him. And oh my God. Yeah. When I first got Nova, because she came from a pretty rough situation, she had little nightmares all the time. Yeah. And I would literally have to wake her up because she sounded so upset. So sad. Um, She hasn't had those nightmares in a long time, but occasionally she does like go to like knocks out enough that where she has intense dreams yeah and she will do little howls these little grumbles she's making her whole face twitches sometimes her little tongue goes yeah it's hilarious that's how newt does newt's the one that dreams the most he dreams all the time Mm -hmm. you'll see his little feet flipping and flapping like he's running and you'll see his little face twitching and sometimes he'll make noises moose sometimes dreams but mostly he snores and then dog meat will dream too similarly to what that newt does but newt's like the the one that does it most commonly I really hope that Nova is having, like, good, happy dreams yeah. about stuff she likes, like chasing but a squirrel. The first yeah. few times Stephen heard it, he was like, what's happening? I was like, she's just having this intense dream. And now he pauses the TV to listen to her do it. I would, too. Yeah, because you never know what she's going to do. I'll be, like, elbowing Matt, and I'll be like, look, look at how cute <laughs> that is. Look at that. Oh, what he's so dreaming she'll just about. be at the end of our bed yeah. just doing her little tiny little baby howls yeah. while she's half asleep, like, asleep, asleep, asleep. Yeah. Yeah, see your face. Watch her face. I know. Her little eyeballs are going to her little ears. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'll be like, look at that, look at that over there. Look how cute. <laughs> I wonder what they're thinking about. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Anyway, we uh, yes, again, <laughs> digress much. We digressed a whole lot, but I think we can still make this into one episode and not yeah, have to do so. a part two. But go ahead with your here's the thing. <laughs> Is it gonna be a long one? It's a, no. It's a, well, I mean, I guess that depends on us. <laughs> um, so this one is like kind of a combo, but related to the same thing. Stale water. 
<laughs> no. Watch. We it's have this not debate, guys. Stale. And you can weigh in. Uh, can water be stale? Email us. Yeah. At please, the please do. ADR podcast at gmail.com. And yep. I swear to God, if we don't get one email, I'm going to be pissed. Because I need to know if people are out there calling their water stale. And Steven if you are, has, you're wrong. Steven has called it stale. Unprompted. Well, he's wrong too. No. And then a client has called it stale. Wrong. And that is just recent Well, who knows history. how all these people came to be so wrong, but every single stale. one of them was wrong. The water is stale. Stagnant. Stagnant. Anyway, I don't like Chips it. are stale. Water is stale. No. Yep. Um, no. But related <laughs> to that, how do you feel? Okay, let's say you have a cup. This cup doesn't have a lid. All right? Mm-hmm. You fill the cup up with water. You put it on your nightstand. Mm-hmm. How long will you continue drinking from that cup? The first night and then the next night, by the third night, I will feel like I'm drinking contaminants that I don't know are in there. Dog hair. Mm-hmm. Particles. Yeah. F- fart debris. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, no. I will get weird about it. I'm like, Bleh. nope. Hours. I can't. Really? Yeah. Like, if I've left the room <laughs> and, like, it, I've come back a few hours later, I'm probably not Maybe people are roofing you in your own no, home? No. I just, I just know, like, I have three cats and yeah. I have a Nova. Yeah. And there's just fuzz floating about. Well, it no matter what too. you do. And so I won't do it. And Stephen will like, I'll be like, hey, because like what night when I'm taking my medicine, I'll be like, hey, do you have water? And he'll like hand me a cup. And I'm like, nope. I was like, how, I, was, I don't even ask how long it's been there because it's irrelevant to me. I don't know this entire cup's history at this point. <laughs> I don't know what it's been through, what it's seen, how long it's been there and what's happened to it. I'm not drinking out of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just weird about my cups. I also don't like to smell things when I'm drinking them because I, they'll, like, if I can smell, I, if I'm smelling while I'm drinking and it smells a little weird, I'm, I'm, like, I'm turned off. Well, that's how I am. I'll smell water before I drink it sometimes. If I see anything, like, in the bottom of the cup, on the edge of the cup, I, I can't do it. And so Steven will just keep cups. In the living room, in his next on like his nightstand, he has like a bathroom cup, little bathroom cup for t- brushing his teeth or whatever he does. And I'm just like, no. So something about me is if I am in a restaurant and it is not a, like a pretty classy mm-hmm. joint, I will not drink out of the cups with my mouth. Yes, I remember that. Unless it is an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Because the alcohol is going to kill. It might still have scunge on there, but it's going to kill whatever's going to kill sure. me. Hopefully, before uh-huh. it gets in down my gullet. If it's, like, water and like or, like, soda in, like, one of those plastic Coca-Cola cups, mm-hmm. give me a straw or I'm just going to go thirsty. Well, that doesn't bother me as much. That, see, that makes no sense to me. I'd rather drink know. my own But, like, in hair. general, I'm not a germaphobe, really. I, I, I will tolerate a lot of things. I would say food safety is probably not high on my list of skills. Usually not either, but for me, it's the cups that bother but me. But something about cups... I can't, and so I I just, I almost don't use cups without a lid. I have some cheap, like, Mm -hmm. TAL towel. I don't know, they're like the, like a Walmart brand that they have that I got like a pack of six cups Mm -hmm. for like six dollars that have lids and straws like this that aren't like as classy as my little Starbucks cup I'm having right here, but I will, I have those next to the bedstand or a hydro jug. Yep, so I pretty much just keep, have a water bottle at most times, or I'll have like, my can, because I'll drink, like, LaCroix and stuff, yeah. so I'll just have, like, a can. Um, 
But I... How many days... Like, how long with the can? Normally a can's not going to survive more than, like, a sitting for me. Okay. I'm, I'm a pretty fast drinker. And if it did, like, if you had some left over the next night, you can take your medicine with it? He's probably flat at that point, but yeah. I would be much more likely to drink it out of a can than a cup. Because of the smaller hole? Because it's a much smaller hole. There's still hole. stuff getting in there. I got maybe, news for you. But A, I can't see the surface of it, so I'm not going to see something That's floating. Worse. I can't see into it, so I'm just like out of sight, out That's of mind worse. on that particular regard. But an open cup, yeah, I, I can't do it. I, I really don't like it. I will, and yeah, I feel the same way. But for me, remember I walked in and I was like this client left their open, it was literally an open cup yeah. of coffee just yeah. sitting on the exam room in a veterinary yeah. office. Yeah, do you know what gets, what goes around? Uh, There's all happening? kinds of crap floating around yeah. in here. And your animal is sick, ma'am. Correct. You're going to come back to that coffee? I don't think so. Nay, no. nay. No. But I will also get weird, like if my hydro jug, since it holds so much water, yeah. if, if the water's been long. in there for too long, yeah, I will like I clean mean it. that's what I by stale. Yeah. Well, it's stagnant, but sure. Whatever. Agree to disagree. Okay. Still. Stagnant. Songs of our time. Songs of our time for 1999. Hello, Novalee. Did you have a good dream? (laughs) Oh, wait. Bless. It's a rough life she lives. I didn't get that cute. I don't know. You can't. Couldn't make her if I tried. I would hope you wouldn't try. (laughs) Not try, but if I even, like, crafted something. Yeah. You don't get much cuter than that. No. Songs of our time. For 1999? Mm-hmm. This is a new song, and it's going to be paired with a new word definition for you. Okay. You know how I feel about word definitions. I do. This song... You taught me a word yesterday. Anyway, I did. Go on. Yes, I was very proud of that. I shared that with Steven later. This song is called Alabama Hate by Penny and Sparrow. Okay. And you may be asking yourself, what does hate mean? I, the first question I was asking myself was, I bet it wasn't a question. It was an assumption. I bet this is the same vibe as most songs you suggest. Um, well, <laughs> it's uh, it's not like super veering off from uh, yeah. the vibe. And that, then the second question was, what is hate? Yes. What is hate? It is a ghost, a supernatural being, or an alt- it's an alternative form of the word haunt. Hate. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's a really good song. Huh. I know nothing else by this band. Use that. It was just like where Spotify does recommended songs, like after you finish listening to a playlist or something. It'll it just start a new playing. playlist, yeah. And this one popped up, and I just really enjoyed it. And it's been one that I've been, I keep coming back to. Okay. Alabama Hate. It's very Alabama good. Hate. Yep, by Penny and Sparrow. Okay. All right. It's good stuff. And it I learned a new stuff. word. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like a, a bad word or like derogatory or like a, you know, something Understandable, like that. Yeah. So I Googled it, and it's a alternative form of haunt. Fair enough. Mine is... These keep getting harder and harder for me because my music taste is so all over the place that yeah. I'll... Like, when I make, write these episodes, and then I'm like, okay, I'm confident in those choices. And then I'll be... Like, I was on my way here, and I was like, I'm going to have to change some of them. So now, like, literally, all of my three episodes we're going to record today, all of them have the same song, the same vibe, and it's the same vibe you come with. So it's just going to be a playlist full yeah. of that stuff. But I have more variety today than I sometimes do. Okay. I'm proud of that because I have less okay, than I Okay, when I say two, do. that means one out of three thong- songs is different. One out of three songs is different. Yeah. Okay. One out of the three is different. Okay. So mine is Hey Ya by Outkast. <laughs> That's it's a throwback. A, yeah, it's a, it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Yeah, precisely. Okay? If you can't answer that question, I don't trust you. I don't want to know you. <laughs> so Outkast, Hey Ya. 
there is also a cover of Hey Ya that I mm. know and love that I am 100% confident that you will okay. also okay. love. It is by Obadiah Parker. It is an acoustic kind of jamming around cover, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is Cassidy vibes, and she yes. would love it. So we're going to put, well, I'll put both of them on the Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. and then hopefully you listen to it and you love it, because I really Aww. think that you would. That's so why I think it? I've known every song, at least to an extent, that to you haven't extent, brought yeah. to the table, so yeah. I haven't had to, like, go out of my way and listen to them. Yeah. You're going to know all the songs I picked today, okay. I think. But that's a cover. I've not heard that cover. No, and it's really good. Yeah. And I used to be super into covers, especially, like, metal or, like, pop punk or punk covers of, like, older, like, mm-hmm. 80s, like, pop that's songs crazy and stuff like that. Do. Yeah, and I would, I love those. I've always loved... A good cover. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, this concludes episode seven. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Here we go. Episode eight. And not now. Later. I was going to say, soon. you should have saved that Too one. Soon. Keep uh, that in the tank. <laughs> I would tell you to cut it out, but I know you won't. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye.